Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Catalyst Podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today we are joined with the incredibly funny, incredibly divine Danielle Colon, self-proclaimed spiritual funny guy, dopamine chaser, and overall life enthusiast. Danielle is a Puerto Rican soul who's committed to self-inquiry and collective consciousness elevation. He believes that we all have something special to contribute and through helpful tools such as creativity, holistic healing, and radical responsibility for one's journey, that we all have what it takes to pave our own path towards self-actualization. And y'all, this was such an amazing conversation. Danielle is, and you'll feel it. If you don't follow them on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, um, you're going to get a sense of who they are pretty quickly. I loved our conversation. We went to all of the places. We talk about shadow work and trauma healing and a little bit about neuroscience and just all of the things that make up what it means to live a life that is centering our own spiritual growth and healing and metaphysical connection. It is a robust conversation, y'all, and I cannot wait for you to check it out. So it's that time. Grab your tennis shoes or your cozy spot and cup of tea and cozy up to this conversation with my good friend, Danielle Colon. Danielle, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome. What a joy. What a pleasure. What a privilege. I'm just really loving all the conversations that I'm having with uh, with souls in the world. And I'm happy to add this to 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 the pile of like many, many (laughs) expanding conversations. I already know it's going to be great. <laughs> I love I know you don't know me, but I love you. I do. I, I, I my followers know I mean, every other day I'm sharing something you did um, in my stories <laughs> or whatever. And so when I reached out to you, I already mentioned this to you, but I'll tell the listeners like when I reached out and I was like, this is like this feels pie in the sky. There's a few people that I come across on social media that I'm like, a bitch is just going to put it out there. Like, I'm going to just put it out there. And it's like, maybe, maybe not. Um, and you said yes. Of course I did. I mean, the the authenticity, the connection was felt. And uh, yeah, it's time for us to connect with people. You know, I, even if I have hundreds of thousands of followers, I don't, that's not even what I'm here here doing it for. I'm here to really bring conversations to the forefront and also connect with like fellow members who are part of the POC community and like shifting the the narrative, the conversations around metaphysics, spirituality, connection to the divine source, quantum field, whatever you want to call it. Um, And uh, yeah. So yes, of course I would say yes. 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 yes, yes. (laughs) I'm so grateful for your yes. And that you're in a space of just sharing your wisdom. I mean, we, so desperately need you here, which is a great segue actually to the first question that I ask every guest, which is who are you? Mm. What is your big work in the world? And how do you source from your intuition to do that work? 
Oh my goodness. I mean, who are you? What a question. Um, <laughs> anytime I get asked any of these questions, I talk about how like exciting it is because I get to answer it from where I'm at right now. Um, and it always changes, you know, uh, the way I define myself always changes from day to day. I could say that right now I am a metaphysical psychonaut life enthusiast. <laughs> Uh, spiritual junkie, just all around uh, creative, multi-dimensional as fuck. That that's uh, just feels me. like medicine. Yeah, you, dot, you feel dot, like medicine dot. here. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> dot, mm. dot, dot. And, and the big work in the world, as far as contribution goes, right now, it's about shifting the narrative from the me to the we. Um, I, I think, uh, this, uh, spiritual journey, I don't even like using the term spiritual because I think it comes with a bunch of like connotations and understandings. And it's just like, it's very convoluted. Um, but I like metaphysics. I like metaphysical naturalism. Um, and that's really what spirituality is to me. It's the connection to all everything. Mm. And that connection really starts with the self. And then we get really good with the self. We really understand self. And we're like, with self, good vibes only. No, no, ma'am. No bad no, vibes. No. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, that is still so isolating. That's still very much the ego, which is very much necessary. Um, I do think that where we're at in the, the collective consciousness right now is really moving this narrative from me to we, the self-care to the communal care. Um, mm. And um, that is where my big work is right now and considering that i'm an aries and that i'm literally ruled by the ego this is very much an ego death for me um and it's been so fun it's been so fun to explore community and like authentic community um authentic care um yeah you know we're we're at a really ripe time where politics the world is crazy it's chaotic very reminiscent of the 60s and the 70s and the crazy transformation we saw in the collective during that time but the the great work in this the, the this decade is um that we're all a leader you know back in the day like there was one leader and everybody was like yeah me too whatever that guy says and it was very mm -hmm. easy for us to get together in that way but in today's day and age we are all a leader. Um, it's going to look very different. The The social change uh, movement is going to look very different because it's not going to be just one voice. Um, that's the beauty of social media and the communities that we create from them. And that's what I'm doing with my platform is creating this like little niche community um, who I help empower and uh, feel, uh, you know, help them feel authentic in themselves. And then they can go about the world sharing their own prophetic language, their own way of connecting and inspiring people in their own communities as well. And that's how we add to that positive ripple of change, you know? That's how we add to it. Not stressing about everything that's happening across the world. There's nothing that we can do that we cannot, that we're not experiencing. The, the only work we can do is at the local level. Um, mm -hmm. And 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 that's that's where I'm at. That's my big work right now. That's uh, my big work right now. <laughs> it's so beautiful. And when I think about your modeling, just what it looks like, because you have like shattered so many preconceived notions about what it means mm -hmm. to be a spiritual, or I know we don't love that, but like to be a metaphysical yeah. leader, to be, to be a leader in this, the space of just 
the unseen, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and so when I think about you, I think of like instant joy. Like I always, I I'm always like, they just have it figured out. Right. Like yeah. there. And, and so my question to you is how did you, how did you come to a place of, of the ways that you utilize humor or just like this relatability in the ways that you bring like really difficult concepts forward, but you do it in a way that's just like joyful. Like wh- how did that come about? I sat with my trauma. Mm. I sat with my trauma. I sat with my pain and I poured love and light into it regardless of anything. Y'all, we went through some crazy shit. It's undeniable. Everybody has their story. Everybody has their baggage. And, and, And I started actually working with the baggage instead of like leaving it in the closet, forgotten for like somebody else to come along and find it. Um, and, and it's like, oh, those are my skeletons. No, now it's like, I was dusting the skeletons. I was making sure those skeletons look nice and dressing them up, <laughs> dressing them up, having a good time and just being like, Hey, look, I know doom and gloom. I know this pain happened. Um, one of my favorite, uh, quotes right now, I don't know who, if it's like some, I don't know if it's like a real quote, but it's like, you've survived a hundred percent of your days, your worst days. And you're still here. You survived 100% of your worst days and you're still here. Like lighten up a little bit. There's still like beauty. There are things to witness in the now that are beautiful. It doesn't mean we bypass the negative. It doesn't mean that we don't honor it and 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 treat it with nurture and love and compassion. Um, it just means that, you know, we are, you know, embodying the multidimensionality of our emotion and the authentic expression of that. We get very hung up on what's not working. And this is mm-hmm. the beauty of Abraham Hicks and like the practical language that they provide as far as contextualizing this game. Um, get very hung up on the negative. And I I was, I was hung up on the negative. I only thought the negative was the only reality. Um, and it was just because that's what I was taught. I yeah. was taught that reality and i mm-hmm. i knew how to work that reality very well cuz i i came this way i came adapting looking at my surroundings and shape shifting i'm a really good shape shifter mm-hmm. and i was like oh if i'm really good at shape shifting how can i shape shift into something that feels so fucking good mm. so great and it's just like Love, 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 love. I love my, I love my dark side. I love my light side. I love every single bit of me. I love it when I get angry about the stupidest things and immediately I start laughing about it. I'm just like, <laughs> that was just ridiculous. What, what? We're angry about this? You oh had a, you God. had a reel or a TikTok about that too, like recently, <laughs> where it was like the maniacal laughter. <laughs> And then it's like, you're your higher self. Like, you're okay now. You're like, I'm okay. You know, like if you're not, if you're not going through it in that way, like, I'm not going to say you're doing something wrong, but you're, but there, there's, there's more to, to be done. Like there's, there's more to unpack. There's more to experience of ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. There is, there's, there's, we're so much, we're Mm. so much. And you can, you can, you can take that statement and be like, oh my God, I'm so much. And, uh, or you can take that statement and go, I'm so much. I'm (laughs) so much. 
Like, and that's just exciting. That's exciting that I'm so much. It just means that like exploration is infinite and that I can, I, I don't have to limit myself to one thing. Um, You know, I, 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 that was a big part of me with social media. It's just like, if you wanted to be successful, you got to niche yourself. And uh, I was just like, I don't want to do that. That just doesn't feel good in my body. It doesn't feel authentic. And that's what I was aiming for with social media is for it to be an authentic portrait of literally every aspect of me, every sliver, every ounce. It's just like, you're going to get an Abraham Hicks video maybe once every month, once every other week, whenever I get really inspired. I just know that whatever I share with the world, it's 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 been infused with excitement and love and exploration. And that's what I want to give to the world. Mm. I don't want to gift the world just like, the same thing over and over and over again because that's just not that's not who we are <laughs> we're just not that <laughs> oh my gosh Ugh, there's so much here um <laughs> there's so much and i you know the what's coming through for me in this moment is that you seem to have tapped into like the wholeness of who you are, but almost like on a soul level, like as an etheric being, mm. like, you know, your pure energy in this like physical vessel. How do you like, oh man, I, I'm struggling with the question because it's like, how do you man? Like, maybe that's it. How do you manage being in a physical vessel knowing that you're infinite? I love being in a physical vessel. I love it. I, I love being here too. At the same time, I honor spirit. I love spirit. I love being tapped into the universe, the cosmos. And I love that flow when I'm seeing the repeating numbers and the this and the synchronicity and the confirmation. And I love that. It's a high, it's a rush. Mm -hmm. But equally, I understand that that is not all the time because mm -hmm. we, although we are spirit, you know, we are also spirit on earth you know we're spirit in the physical and the physical is so much fun too i love the 3d you know it's where we get to play with these concepts of being god on earth it's where we get to play with that magic you know there's tools there's there's tarot cards there's uh, a music i have music there's we're here to create i mean i have a creative director shirt on that i make i make these shirts too Ooh. And like an affirmation shirt. And it's like, uh, I was like, I want to create like, you know, stuff that people wear. And like every time they wear it, they're reminded of of it, of what they're doing here. Mm -hmm. And we're creating ultimately. That's all we're doing. We're creating. You can create a, a reality of doom and gloom or you can recreate a reality that is fun and exploratory and gloom and doom can still exist in that world. But like we, we feel heroic through those battles. We feel heroic through those things instead of feeling uh, like at the beck and call of, you know, the doom and gloom. All of that is happening for you to alchemize it in some sort of way. Um, so, yeah. How do I do it? I just I enjoy I enjoy I enjoy life here. A lot as well. I just, I enjoy good pizza. I enjoy really good food. I enjoy like traffic. Oh my God, I'm starting to love traffic now, which people Ooh. are like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I love traffic because literally now I'm just like, huh, okay, well, maybe I'm in a rush. Oh, I'm, I'm rushing. Why am I rushing? And I take that moment, I take that pause mm. and I get and then I look at the collective space because also the collective energy manifested 
a traffic jam as well. We're seeing it. So it's like all these people are probably freaking out right now. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to really enjoy like I don't have to press gas. I don't want, I could play a podcast right now. Let me play a podcast right now. Yes. I have been really wanting to listen to this. It's just like, boom. And this is like, wow, like that shift has been one of the most profound shifts in my life. Like to the point where like, it's going to bring up tears in my life in, in my, because it's like, I lived the struggle so badly, like so hard. I, I just like, oh, so angry. I was so upset. I was so disappointed and I just got tired of being disappointed. So mm. I started looking for ways to not be disappointed instead mm. of looking at the disappointment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it feels so powerful because I know like, as I sense into your energy, I know that you have been through some shit. I can feel it. And I, you know, it makes me think of something that we were talking about before we started recording, which is like, the BIPOC, the POC community, like we know how to come together. Right. Mm -hmm. And we also like at a core level, we've been deconditioned from, from really trusting our intuition. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and so I feel like you're coming back to that and really honoring like the parts of your journey and maybe even like your ancestral journey, um, yeah. that has been difficult. Like, tell me a little bit more about, about that process, like as you connect with your, um, ancestry and, and, and this, you, you seem like you're kind of at, um, a, a bit of like, almost like a bridge, like you're bridging what's been and where we're going. And that's like the, we that's, you know, going from I to we. So tell, just tell me what's coming through you. I feel like there's something here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love conversation i just love conversation <laughs> um we learn so much because uh, mm -hmm. like i, I learned so much about hearing these things out loud too so mm -hmm. um I, i've been talking about like shifting the conversation from color me crazy to color we crazy i go by color me crazy on my socials but um this this metaphysical journey it's really understanding the self and really understanding the self really well so much so that there's overflow and that overflow goes into community it just it goes into community. It just happens has to, to go pour. somewhere. Exactly. It just yeah. has to. It's like it has no choice but to pour mm -hmm. into other people. That's physics. That <laughs> is, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's just science. It's science, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I'm currently over here. I'm I'm in Puerto Rico, based in Puerto, Puerto Rico. I live with my grandmother and my great-grandmother. So I have two generations of women mm -hmm. in my household. Pretty soon my abuela's gonna have to get a knee surgery, unfortunately. Um, she's gonna be fine. She's a trooper. She's an Aries. She can handle so much pain, <laughs> so much. Mm. Um, but um, my mother, my birth mother is going to be here um, as well. So I'm going to have three generations of women in the same household. And I got a little sneak peek of what this was going to be like during uh, the holiday uh, Thanksgiving, because my mother came into town just for that bit. And we were all together. And I was like, oh, because now I got to really be the bee. Now I had I like. I, it's one thing to to be this with like people who don't know you um, mm. 
And it's another thing to be with people who know you. There's a shift that comes up. Um, and when I first got here, um, I was just really looking at the data. I was looking at my abuela and my great grandmother and like their stories and what they were telling me and all the stories of my great grandmother, like, oh, I wish I could do this, but I was too scared. I wish I could do this, but I was too scared. I wish I could do this, but I was too scared. Mm -hmm. And I took that and I was like, I'm going to live. I'm going to live. I'm going to show them by my example of like, you can still do it. You can still do it. You know, my great grandmother talks about she's a Pisces and she hasn't um, been to the water, like to put her feet in the water. And we live in a beach town. And she's like, I'm still so scared of the ocean. If you're a Pisces and you're scared of the ocean, it's something about the Pisces. I think it's just Pisces energy really mm -hmm. respects the water so much. Um, so they're just mm -hmm. like, there's a, there's a, there's like, I, I will put my feet in the water, but that's probably as far as I will go. Um, but Mama Joji, my great grandma, she was like, I don't know, though. I'm I'm still I, I, I can't walk. I can't walk, though. I can't walk. I was like, we're going to figure it out, Mama Joji. We're going to figure it out. And I could see the the smile in her eyes, just mm -hmm. like the trust that she had, because I was just like, no, we're going to figure something out for you. We're going to make something. We're going to make that work. So. I think what what to bring it back to the question uh ancestry and what it, what all of this work is doing as far as ancestry go uh it's very popular on the social media to hear like generational curse breaker and like i'm here to break generational trauma i'm here to break generational curses and i'm i'm actually doing it um i'm doing it by the embody by embodying joy by embodying love by embodying connection and by just embodying presence and just showing up as the example. I'm not going, oh, well, this is what you need to fix in your life. This is what you got to do in your life. This is what you're going to, oh, but you got to just be happy. You got to just be happy. You got to just be happy. I'm just being, I'm just bringing the voice of hope into mm. a space of like, and this the voice of reason that's just like, hey, but this is another way that we can look at it especially I saw it with my mother here. She's still my mother, and you know, and, and a, a lot of my trauma came from that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the mama trauma, I called it all the time, but now I call it, yeah, you got mama trauma? Hey, you got mama trauma? Got <laughs> we mama. all do, don't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's, 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 and, and now was, this was the first time I was actually able to see her though, because like now I saw the trauma that my grandmother passed on to her and then my great grandmother and then the lineage before that and the lineage mm. before that. And it's like, oh, I could either continue blaming, you know, my mother as being the source of my insecurity, my fears, my doubts and da da da, da. or I can look at the lineage and the ancestral history that's been passed down from woman to woman to woman to woman to woman, in which it finally gets to me, it's like, oh my gosh, it's not true then. This is not factual. This is not true. This is not real. I get to shift that narrative now by just being other. And I'm just showing up. I'm being this with my family, which has been nuts. They don't know what to do with me sometimes. Um, but like, it gets quiet in the room sometimes. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> 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 but like, that's how the ancestry is coming up. Uh, and definitely it feels part of the work. It's taking the conversation from me to we. I think especially during the holidays right now, a lot of us who are like awakening, if you want to call it, I'm an awakened being or whatnot. It's we're always awakening. We're always in a state of awakening. Mm -hmm. There's no finish line. Um, but like that can be quite tough for for us to then go into our familial spaces to then be that. 
Um, and then we have opinions and we want to then fix our family. We're not here to fix them in any sort of way. The best way to guide someone is by just being the bee, be the example. Mm. And that's how we break the generational cycle or the curses or whatnot. It's not like I'm going to tell my mama all the things that she's doing wrong. (laughs) Right. And we, I mean, I think we've all fantasized about that. Right. Or some of us may have gone out. Oh, I did that. I (laughs) I, kind of did it too. (laughs) I I did too. And, and it's, oh my gosh, there's so much coming up for me as I'm hearing you talk about this, because what I hear you saying is like being able to understand and, and what a gift it is for you to see the three generations also, um, mm-hmm. kind of like in action and, and not, not just like existing with them in the world as, as, you know, humans and human vessels, but also that you get to see them interact together. And what, what it makes me think of is it almost like seems to give you, um, some sort of like perspective or compassion for, for the lineage. I, I always think of like these, these behaviors that I can be really hard on myself about that I've inherited, whether it's in my DNA or, or through conditioning with my caretakers. Um, it's like, it's easy to be really hard on ourselves. And, um, every single one of these parts of me, whether it's my anxiety or whatever, um, it has contributed to the survival of my lineage, right? Mm -hmm. Like my, my ancestors, like I am here because of these love handles, right? Because like, I was able to like, hang on to fat, like even it's like the parts of us that we're like, we want to be so hard on our, you know, like, oh, like we've inherited all of these things, but like, it truly has been for our survival. And that's not to like, just say, well, this is just the way I am. What I hear you saying is like, we get to make choices about how we navigate that going forward. And that's like the real generational curse breaking is really about like, okay, starting with that compassion. And, Mm -hmm. and I just got goosebumps as I said, that is like, can I have compassion for my mom and dad who, you know, I was in therapy for a long time because of these people. And (laughs) like, can I also appreciate the ways that, that they have really perpetuated a lot of things that they experienced for survival, but also yeah. like always just did the best they could. Right. Like they everyone, were literally, they were literally figuring it out at the same time as raising us. Like I can only fucking imagine. I, I mean, I, when I, and I think having a kid, so I did have a kid, he just turned five. Um, and yeah. And I, I think I, began, I just, I had so much understanding, like I, my dad, and I've talked about this on the podcast, like my dad navigated a lot of rage growing up as I was growing Mm -hmm. up. And so a lot of that, like just kind of shit rolls downhill. Right. So like we were the ones that experienced that rage at times. And I'm like sitting here with my four-year-old and like having feelings of rage come up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I get it. Right. Like we can have Mm -hmm. compassion in these moments. Um, And it's almost like being able to love the parts of ourselves, almost like the parts of ourselves that we see in in us that we don't want to see sometimes because it's like, oh, this is definitely like I am my dad right now or I am my mom right now. Like I used to hate it when people used to tell me that, oh, my God, you are your mother's child or something like that. And I'm like, I'm my mom. I'm my mom. I'm my mom. I'm her mom. I'm her her mom. I'm like, I'm all of them. And it's so true. I've been switching. I've been switching the word uh, caretaker to caregiver, um, mm. because e- even though 
there that that taking it was just like oh that it's not it I, like there was still care that was present um you know even though it didn't look you know the way that we have may have wanted it it was still you know at the root of all darkness at the root of all pain at the root of all of it love. there's still love always there's always always I, love. oh my god this is so good. Because we just <laughs> talked about this in the last episode um, or a couple episodes ago with Myra Herring. We talked about like even the most despicable behaviors that we see first are usually based in fear or yeah. anger or something, but usually fear. But what's underneath that? It's always love. It's people trying to protect other people, thinking that they that they're doing what they can to like keep the world the same because they think that they're, they're protecting the people they love. Right. So it's like, can, if we can actually root into love being actually the source of all things, yeah. which is just true. I mean, I've been, <laughs> I I'm a spiritual medium. I've been talking to the universe for years now and it's like, it's just true. It's just what is. Yeah. And yeah. if we can accept that fact and let go of like the competing energies that try to keep us from believing that, whether that's, you know, believing that we are worthy of love, believing that this person that I'm in a relationship with loves me, believing that love is all around me and community. If we can actually let go of the energies that tell us that, that that is the illusion. But if we, if we really think about like love being the root of, of all yeah. things, yeah. right. Then what is there even, what is there even to get worked up about? nothing there's literally literally, literally nothing. nothing and you know this is when the people go oh my god i hate toxic positivity and it's like <laughs> it's not it's so true it's so authentic it really like how responsible for your life do you want to be at the end of the day point bank period how responsible for your life do you want yeah. to be do you life doesn't happen at you life happens for you it's up to you what you do with the data yeah. completely up to you your mind supercomputer you are way more powerful your voice the voice of awareness is the most powerful thing that you have in your vessel you can use that voice and just be like no no we're not going to do that mind no mind no every time we've done look at how many times we've done the same thing and time and time again we've received the same result mind i don't like this result I don't want this result anymore. I want a different result. I want a better result. So until we get that, I'm going to just be trying new things. And you may have mm -hmm. some things to say about it, but like, we're going to figure it out. And trust and believe you will gently ebb and like coach your ego, your mind to like, try something new, try a new perspective out for change. Just try it. Just try it out. Just try playing the positive what if game instead of the negative what if game. That's all that you need to do. And I, yeah. I, and I think what like kind of keeps us out of, maybe I'm giving us too much credit, but like keeping us out of that space of toxic positivity is that we're not afraid to dive into our shadows. I think I that's the difference, work. right? Like mm -hmm. I, I, so for me it's, you know, and I feel like that can be a quite controversial thing to say like, well, let's uh, switch our, switch our mindset and switch our reality. Right. Like, I think that it can be controversial, especially in marginalized, historically marginalized minoritized communities. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's probably one of my most controversial like beliefs is that we, you know, I, I just, I went to Reiki a few days ago and my Reiki practitioner was like, you're basically like self flogging. Like you are 
keeping yourself prisoner in your own suffering right now. Like it's a cage of our own making a prison of our own making at times. Right. Because our fears keep us stuck. Our anger keeps us stuck. Our, um, you know, disputes with relatives that are estranged and all of this, like we have, we have so many things that we are choosing to kind of keep us in places that are, are contracted like not expansive. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what could it look like? And and maybe this is for the listeners to just consider is like, what could it look like to just consider the fact that you're suffering in this moment, maybe completely like what, what could it look like for you to consider that you're suffering in this moment mm. um, could be the illusion? Yeah. I always, I like to say that pain and suffering is an illusion, but it doesn't change how real the illusion feels. It feels. So big. It always does. And, and I think that especially so for myself, like I, I navigated a history, like a childhood of childhood trauma. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, Wait, you have trauma different. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do we have trauma? You, wow. um, I would have and- never gotten that. You seem so nice. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes me think of like, you know, it's very real, like the conditioning, the things that we go through, the struggles, everything that we navigate Mm. to get us to this point. um, It's real. It's, it's Mm. real. It's grounded Mm. us. It's, you know, I believe that our insecurities at times um, are a way for us to just understand like how to rely on other people. And um, I, I think that it has um, given me a lot of perspective to like work through my trauma. And, and now that I'm in a place, not, not that we're ever like fully healed, but I think that there, there comes a point where we get to choose how we're going to proceed. Like, Mm. am I going to choose to allow my trauma to color my story for the rest of my life and to, and to limit my ability to love fully, you know, it was, I had childhood sexual trauma. And so Mm. Like, does that mean that I'm never going to be happy in romantic relationship? I mean, I could choose that I could, and every story in my life up to the state would, would just be confirming that. Right. Mm. And I just don't think so. Yeah. I say care care less, just care less. We care so much care less, care less. And does, it doesn't mean apathy doesn't mean you're apathetic. It just means be more neutral. Just try neutrality a little bit more. Um, I think we know how to tip the scale to like one end of the spectrum really, really well. And it's just because we've practiced it. We've practiced it. We got so good at it. So good. And guess what? We have friends who then we talk about it with. And then it's affirmed Mm -hmm. more and more in our personality because we're just like talking about how shitty our lives are or just talking about our pain, how painful it always is. And then your friends just going, yeah, babe, I know, I know, I know. Me too. Me Mm -hmm. too. Me too. Uh, No, practice something else. Just practice it and understand that you're not going to be perfect at it at first. This is what you're seeing and what you're experiencing with me. We're talking about years work years worth of just like uh of ebb and flow of dedication you know i sometimes i'd be really dedicated to it and i'd be really good i'm just like all right cool this is it and then i'd fall you know victim Mm -hmm. to the 
victimization mentality for like god knows how long you'd like to people like to call it the dark night of the soul um but like uh, and then i'd be like oh right that thing oh that thing about like just trying something else on caring less okay cool 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 cool. let me try that on and this is the most caring less that i've done consistently for a while so like boop 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 patting myself on the back for that it may change i know it will change again and then the you know i know but like now i know i have the tools to bring myself back to mm. bring myself back to that that i i know the light i can shine the light i'm like okay let's go this direction instead um yeah it, <laughs> it makes me think of like neuroscience honestly wow. because it, it makes me think of the ways that our brains are actually wired is you know this this conditioning this i mean so many of us have had these like patterns of victimization and and uh, since we were kids right and again i wouldn't it's not worth blaming or shaming any any person whether that's you feel like that's you or your parents or whatever but um, really, it's just to say that, like, just like every other skill set that we learn, we learn how to think in that way. That thought pattern becomes a really strong part of our existence. So, mm -hmm. like, something happens, and and our brain immediately goes there because that's what's been conditioned to do, right? Yep. So, when you say you're not going to be good at it, it's because you know you're used to the super highway of of going straight to like this everything's terrible, everything's falling apart, anxiety, anxiety, depression, whatever. Like, you mm -hmm. go to that place. And as you begin to make tiny different choices, like even though the superhighway is still there, you're like, okay, well, there's like a dirt patch that I want to follow over here for a little <laughs> bit. And that's the one that I'm going to kind of try to start working on. And it's like you stumble and you're falling down a hill and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is terrible. This is hard. And then eventually it's like, okay, now it's like a pretty beaten path. Okay. Now it's like a dirt road. And over time, it's just like any other skill. When you pick up the guitar for the first time, you're not going to know how to play it, but it's yeah. worth practicing. It's worth making that choice every day to pick it up. Right. And mm -hmm. so when we're, when we're in those moments of like being really triggered and we want to like go on the super highway, it's like, it takes so much strength and resilience to say, you know what? instead of going there and like just talking shit about my experience with this person that I'm used to talking to about it, instead, I'm going to go and find stillness and be in the forest by myself. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. It, it, it's like these tiny choices to choose differently. And maybe the forest is like, and you're like, that was terrible. Let me try something else. Let me try something else until eventually you, you feel the energy of, okay, this is the, this is the path and it's clunky and it's hard, but it's worth it for me to keep trying to make it something more. And then eventually like it's going to be second nature, just like everything else, just like driving a car. Right. Uh, yup. It is. It is, you know, Oh, I love that imagery of like the super highway and all of that. I'm like, you took me there. Cause <laughs> it, it does feel like, you know, um, it's very like finding Nemo, the, like the, like the Australian uh, waterway, just like, whoa, whoa. Yes, you get taken it's, away. You get taken away. And like, it feels like a fast moving train. I think one of the best, um, one of my favorite Abraham Hicksisms is like the only way to stop a fast moving train is by slowing down mm -hmm. that is it you know so like when we hop on these super highways of thoughts where it's like yeah now all of our the, our shitty reality is confirmed because it's like then this and this and this your mind has many different ways to go like be like oh we're feeling this okay here i got so many thoughts to affirm exactly how you feel right now uh-huh exactly this and then you remember this and then you're like oh this motherfucker and then, like you remember this this and now you're, like look at all of this like 
oh, exhaustion you're creating mm-hmm. inside of you versus like, I, you know, I know when I'm in this scientifically, when you are in the state of anger, when you are in the state of fear, when you are in the state of sadness and depression, you cannot see clear. You cannot see clear. There's a reason why people like literally black out when they experience anger in that way. There's a reason why people see red. It's because like we, the 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 brain waves that are tapped in when we're in these like heightened states, we're talking about alpha brain waves, the brain like survival. That's where we're we're at. Um, and it's like we're not trying to survive here. We're trying to live. So go out and live a little bit and see what comes up for you in the silence and you just walking. So like maybe some things happen and the blaming starts coming on and it's like, I blame the da, 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 da. But like, regardless of anything, that situation still served you because like now you have an opportunity. Now you have an opportunity to shift it to something that feels better. And if all that feels better right now, is like, I'm going to go out for a walk. I'm going to just go out mm. for a drive. I'm going to just like lay down on my bed and I'm not going to scroll through social media. I'm not going to distract. I'm not going to create a distraction for myself. I'm just going to turn the volume down. I'm just going to turn down the noise a little bit. And the voice that comes up when we slow down is much different than the voice of like the blame, the shame, the doubt, the fear, the insecurity. If you really listen to those voices, they're not your voice. No. (laughs) It's not you. It's not you. The voice of you is always there. You just have to create space for it to, to, to like listen to them. They're always there. Slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. Wait for the next impulse. The next impulse feels good, then you follow it. And then you follow the next impulse. Maybe you lay down for a little bit and it's like, you know what? Actually, I want to write down my feelings a little bit. I want to try this journaling thing out. I keep hearing all about it. Maybe you'll write it. Maybe like, I don't want to write, but like, I want to like talk it out. When you grab a voice memo, you're like, I want to talk it out. So you talk to yourself or maybe I want to call a friend who I really love and like I, I trust and I know has wisdom and space for me. Let me call them and see what's up. And I'll tell them, hey, look, I'm going through something right now. Um, do you have space for this? Can you actually listen to me? And that's sometimes that's all we need is somebody to listen, not even give us advice or anything, just somebody that's there. And through you just talking something out, you're just like, oh my gosh, I get it now. I get it now. I think we undervalue presence. Oh, just like pure <laughs> presence, right? <laughs> like most of the time, I get where I need to go, <laughs> just talking out loud. And like some of my best friends are just like, just hold space, yeah. just like pure presence and listening. And so I guess my question, the question that came through as I was hearing you um, unpack all of this is what do you tell the people who are, you know, working 50, 60 hours a week, feeling like totally burnt out, like, that are that are just convinced that they don't have time to slow down. Oh. What do you tell them in in terms of shifting their reality? Uh, do you want it? Ooh. You- <laughs> that was good. Do you want it? Do you want it? Do you really want it? Do you really want it? Uh, cuz if you really want it, you will make the time. You mm. have time. You have time. You have time. You have time. And all you need is 15 minutes. Literally all you need is 15 minutes. 
that's the beauty of like Abraham Hicks and all of our wisdom too. It's just like, all you need is 15 minutes to like literally uh, for these 15 minutes, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to be comfortable and I'm just going to focus on my breath and I'm just going to listen to something. It could be the fan. It could be the air conditioner. It could be the cars passing in and out, like on the side of the street. If you live on a busy street, if you live in New York City, it could literally be just all the noise and hustle and bustle that's happening out there. That's all I'm going to do. If you practice this at least for 15 minutes a day, you will be naturally guided to also the solution that would absolve this whole 50, 60 hour work week that you have going on mm-hmm. that is not serving you because it's just like also what what tends to happen is like the excuse of like, oh, but my problem is that I have to work 50 to 60 hours a week. That's my problem. Yeah. It's like, well, are you problem orientated or are you solution orientated? Because the way in which we are solution orientated is when we slow down. When we slow down, the solution just comes up. The solution just happens. It just comes up because we create space for the solution to make itself known. But what are we doing when the when we're problem oriented? We're just focusing on the problem. Here's the problem. Oh my God, the problem is still here. Close your eyes, open your eyes. There's the problem again. Oh my God, it's the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem. Mm. It's like, well, guess what? You're creating more problems. <laughs> so it's like, are you? Yeah, it's t- like meta problems now. It's like problems about the problems. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Are you tired? Because I feel you if you're working 50 to 60 hours a week, mm-hmm. you're tired probably, right? Mm. Okay, cool. Your body needs rest. Your body needs rest. Turn the phones off. It, like just like disconnect. Start listening to a podcast instead. You know, stop like start being really conscious and intentional about the content that you are consuming. Everything that we consume is content. And, and it, it, our, 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 our subconscious mind is going yum, 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 in some way, shape or form. And then we're creating opinions and, and it's, it's, it's transforming into energy in our body and presence. So like cut the Kardashians, cut the scrolling through Instagram. And if you are scrolling through Instagram, follow some really inspiring people that you know that no matter what, you're going to get a morsel of wisdom. You're going to get a morsel. You're going to get a smile, an authentic smile. You're going to get something that makes you feel better. Every time you close that app, you should feel better than when you opened it because you got something from it. If, if, you're, if you're not using social media in that way, then you're doing it wrong. I'm sorry. You're doing it wrong. And yeah. I was yeah. going to say, go follow Danielle because oh, <laughs> like <talk>. always, <laughs> always, I feel like everything I see. So Oh my gosh. There, there's just so much. There's so much. Um, I'm the only thing, the only other thing I would add, I'm hearing like, pay attention to your discomfort Mm. and, and, and I don't know why I think that we've become really comfortable in our suffering. Yeah. Um, just as, as a whole, um, especially like I live in the Seattle area. Um, I live in the U S and like, I feel like we are very comfortable in our suffering um, yeah. and like discomfort is a sign, especially, you know, I, I think of the people that are working 50, 60 hours a week, um, their bodies, I'm sure are, are giving out like their mental health their, you know, so like their, your body is giving you signs about mm-hmm. what's not sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. Your body is constantly trying to communicate with you. And so many of us are disconnected from our bodies, but like pay attention to the discomfort and not, and not that discomfort always means like something is wrong. Um, because I think of like how incredibly uncomfortable it is to like navigate our shadows and, and to do the trauma work and all of that. Um, but our discomfort always is a signal 
towards mm-hmm. something, whether it's our own healing, whether it's something that needs to change. Um, yeah. So that, that was the only other thing that I was hearing about that. And yeah, I think we get to trust, we just get to trust our knowing and you won't have access to that if you don't slow down and do what's required to, to tap into that, because you're not going to, you're not going to be able to hear and sense the wisdom of your spirit and, and all of the messages that come with that. If, if you're not creating space for it. Yeah. And I mean, it could just mean, it could mean like you set a timer on your phone and like an alarm on your phone. And and when that alarm goes off, like every time you see it, it's like you have to stop for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. and you hold yourself to that word. But like, let's say that alarm goes off and you go, motherfucker, this alarm, man. I'm in the middle of my thing. I can't, I can't, I can't just stop right now. It's like, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Then I'm going to still do this thing that this crazy guy told me about on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to sit here. I'm going to meditate and I'm going to bring about peace, 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 ah, peace, peace, mm. peace. Peace, 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 peace. I just want to feel peaceful right now. I just want to feel peaceful. I just want to feel peace. Mm. I just want to feel peace. I just want to feel that peace. I just want to feel peace. 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 Ah. Now go to work. See how you feel after that. Mm. You're going to feel much better than you were already living in a rigid state. You and like you're. Mm-hmm. This is your work that you're talking about. Your energy is also getting infused into this work that you're doing as well. Oh so my like, gosh. it's like it just your presence, your energy is sacred and should be treated as such. It should mm. be. You should take precious time with that and you should take your precious time calibrating yourself and making sure that you are showing up fully just like and this doesn't mean you're farting ponies and rainbows every single day of your life this just means that you're going to at least show up like neutral calmness all right Mm. cool i have this task that i have to do okay i'm going to do this task i'm going to do it I'm going to do it. That's much better than like, I got to do this. I got to do this. Oh my God. And there's another thing I got to do. Oh my God. Okay. There's another email. Oh, great. Another email. I guess I'll get to that later. It's like everything will get done. Mm. I always hear the universe say all is well. All is well. (laughs) All is is well. All is literally always well. And she knows best. (laughs) Seriously. She knows best. They know best. I, I think that, um, I think we get really stuck in this, this place that we don't believe that. And, and what if all is well, what if mm. ever, you know, in my BIPOC family, all is well, what if in my queer family, all is well, yeah. um, we're done and, surviving. Yeah. We are done surviving. We are thriving. <laughs> we're we done get- surviving, survive, but survive joyfully, you know? Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. One last um, question that I do ask everyone, what is your bumper sticker? And you might even have a bumper sticker. You're making shit <laughs> over there. Uh, I think the one today, I think I just made a new hoodie. Um, <laughs> there's this one video that I had posted. I was, I woke up feeling uh, very angry. Um, and like, I woke up in that like spiral of like, Oh God. And it's just like, I, I felt survival mode mm. kick in. 
And then I woke up and I was like, I just want, I'm I, like, sometimes you literally, literally got to jolt yourself out of trauma body and mind. Like sometimes you literally have to like snap yourself out of it. So I like got up and I was like, I don't know how many times the universe has to tell you, but you're going to be motherfucking okay. You're <laughs> going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. So just chill the fuck out. <laughs> I love you so much. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you make a did you make a video about this? I did. I, I missed did. it. Oh I my gosh, did. that's so good. Well, um, you'll see it soon. Um, but I think <laughs> that my bumper sticker is just gonna be chill the fuck out. Just chill the fuck mm. out. You know, just chill, just chill. Even in the moments that you feel rigid and like you got things to do, just chill, just chill, just chill. Just always strive for chill. Always strive for it because like it's possible. And that reality feels so much better than the the wear and tear that you're causing excessively by just like tightening and tensing and this and that and like having to put on a smiley face for a person and da da da. da. Just show up. Like don't show up and be like, oh my God, hi. And inside I'm dying. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like show up as, as like, hey, oh, what's up with you? I'm fine. I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm just, I'm fine. Confirmation from my alarm. <laughs> Sorry about that loud noise. That, yeah, I feel like that alarm was. <laughs> it was well, a confirmation. It was like, confirmation. <laughs> just chill out. Yeah. Oh, Danielle, I am so grateful that you joined me today. Thank you for saying yes. Um, tell everybody how they can find you. Where can they find you? Yeah, y'all can find me on uh, TikTok and Instagram mostly um, under the handle This Is Kalami Crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of things uh, and uh, come through. I do collective meditations Monday through Friday on Instagram Live, as well as very tarot on Tarot Tuesdays Live. Um, we have a book club now. There's a lot of oh ways to get involved. So come through. We'd love to have uh. you. We love you. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll I talk to you, you soon. Thank you. All right. See ya. <laughs>
And if you liked what you heard or have been a listener for a while, I would be so, so grateful if you would go and rate and review the podcast. And what that does, it allows other people to see the podcast. It becomes more visible and perhaps get some of this wisdom to souls who are seeking it. So thank you so much for being here. I would love to have you at a future workshop. You know, I've been talking about these workshops. It's going to change a little bit in 2023, but if you are interested in being a part of those, definitely go to the show notes, click on the link. You'll be notified for workshops in the future. I would love to meet you and connect with you. It is seriously why I'm here. But for now, be still my friends and live into your impact. I am so grateful you're here and I'll talk with you soon.